Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bidlipo. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India RE. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. We're celebrating Christmas with an R&B legend. Regina Bell spending the holiday with us. Cafe Mocha begins now. What's hey, going hey, on, hey. Lonnie? I ain't seen you in forever. What you been doing? You know what? I did my first movie. I'm so proud out of myself, Angelique. I mean, my first lead. Okay, because I was getting ready to point out Soul Plane. Yes, well, I've done a lot of movies, um, (laughs) but this is my first lead movie since 2019. It's a Paramount movie, and I will say this. One of my co-stars was Cole from Martin. (laughs) Carl Payne. Okay, (laughs) that's cool. I am so excited. It'll be coming out in 2023. And, you know, ever since the talk show ended, I wanted to go back into producing. I want to go back into acting. And so this is one of the things that I'm being fulfilled with. And it's just like riding a bike. Once you, you know, you get off, you think you're not going to remember, like, you know, how to do the lines and all that kind of stuff. Totally, uh, totally something great to look forward to. Also, you can catch me with Chris Angel on Magic with the Stars. This is a show every week. It's on the CW or either you can go to the CW app. Um, Every week we have two stars that go head to head. Chris Angel, who is a magician, um, old head magician. You know him from Mind Freak. He had a TV show called Mind Freak. Mm -hmm. He's out in Vegas. He has his own theater and he does nightly shows. So he teaches the stars different types of illusions. Oh, interesting. and they, you know, go head to head. So like we had Genuine, had Amarion, and we had Flavor Flav um, with Vernon Davis. And it is just fun, awesome, something that, you know, that the whole family can watch. And, you know, it's it's like magic. So that comes on every Saturday. And, you know, of course, you know, it's the end of the year. So it's a lot of the end of the year things that I'm doing. It's a new game show called The Wheel that will be on NBC. Um, They're doing a special holiday run the end of December. And um, The Wheel, it takes six celebrities and we try to help people win money. It's a big wheel. That's why they call it The Wheel. And this is based on a UK game show. Mm -hmm. And so they ended up you know, bringing it over the host who created it is the host. His name is Michael McIntyre. And we just have a really good time and I'm on the show and I'm like a couple of episodes. And so um, that'll be the end of December on NBC, eight o'clock, the last week in December, eight o'clock. And I will also be on the NBC New Year's Eve special. I think I've done everything I need to do. I've discussed everything. No, what? I understand that you're going to be at the Kennedy Center Honors. Oh my God. See, I cannot. That's wait. like huge. That's bigger than. Now, people, the Kennedy Center Honors every year, they honor um, a people in the arts. And this year, 
oh my girl, Gladys Knight is being honored, George Clooney, uh, the group U2, and Tiana Leon. And so I went to the Kennedy Center and I asked them, you know, I just wanted tickets, you know, to yeah. support Gladys Knight. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, we're going to put you on a committee. I was okay. like, oh, okay. So shout out to uh, Humble Hill PR for uh, and making all this happen Alex. and um, putting me on a committee. He makes me work. I'm like, uh, I just wanted a ticket. It's... <laughs> I was like, we're going to put you on the committee. That's so, a big deal, though. Oh, I mean, it really is. Yeah. And I'm so honored. And um, I've been watching the Kidney Center honor since I was a child. And this is the thing about life, Angelique, that I always tell people, you never know where your life is going to take you. You know, mm-hmm. never as a little girl watching the Kennedy Center would I be like, oh, one day I'm going to be in that audience or one day I'm going to be on a committee to help, you know, um, to help, you know, promote this and stuff. So this is why I tell people keep living and keep, you know, grinding and hustling because you never, ever know. Um, it will be December 4th on uh, CBS, but it's going to it's it's taping December 4th, but it's going to play you know, in December sometimes. So just look out I for have it. the information. It's December 28th, 8 oh, to 10 p.m. I'm going to be on CBS and NBC you at are. the end of December. Yeah, wow. They might be going head to head. Wednesday, December 28th, 8 to 10, 45th annual Kennedy Center Honors. Um, and Gladys Knight, who sang last year, didn't she? Did she perform last year? And this year she's being honored. This year she's being honored. And I'm going to sneak and get all my pictures because I love me some Bono. I love me some George Clooney. I hope I don't oh, get yeah. kicked out of the dinner trying to because <laughs> you know, anywhere I go, I'm going to get them selfies. I don't care. Well, okay. Um, but it, it, it's going to be a fine, a fine event and a fine year. So, and we want everybody out there. What are you doing for the holidays? I'm just going to be with family and try not to get COVID again last year. You know, somebody, I ain't saying no names, but you know exactly who you are. Came in the house sick Ooh. and passed, passed around cooties oh. to every daggone body. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. you know, nobody got sick, sick, but mm-hmm. you know, see, so I'll be, I'll be in New York area with family. All right. Out in Long Island, having a good time. Oh, you know, getting okay. caught up because you know, that's the way it is. I love Holiday it. Well, time. Happy Fall holidays. On movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch movies, have a good time. Happy holidays from Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie, Love. We're spending the holiday season with Ms. Regina Bell, who had a string of hits, Baby Come to Me, Make It Like It Was. Make It Like It Was. Ooh, Ooh, I can't sing it like her. Ooh, 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 ooh. Anyway, this year. That's not my key, Ms. Bell. That's not my key. Lonnie's already done the introduction. Ms. Regina Bell, welcome to Cafe Mocha. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much. Thank y'all for having me. This is wonderful. You know, I'm looking forward to the holidays. How about y'all? That's what I'm saying. We're looking forward to the holidays, and we were like, oh, we have to have Ms. Bell come on because you're putting out your first Christmas album, My Colorful Christmas. What took so long? I don't know. Can you believe 
um, a, a number of my fans and friends have come to me and said, how is it um, that you, you we're happy that you made the, the Christmas movie with Kirk Franklin, mm-hmm. um, but, but how is it you made a movie before you made uh, a Christmas record? And <laughs> you're, you're a singer, aren't you? You're still a singer, aren't you? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So finally it is uh it's done and I'm so excited. Um it, it took a while because um as as you guys know, you get busy doing what you're doing and you say every year you're gonna do a Christmas record and you say that in the spring and you look up and it's August and it's too late. You know, <laughs> Christmas record has to be done pretty much. You have to be done by August, you or September. You know, you can't you can't start it, you know, unless you're like super fast, everybody's lined up and you got everything, you know, all in gear. That usually doesn't happen. So mm-hmm. I, I made it I made it a point of, you know, systematically lining things up in in a way that it would, you know, put me in the best position for success and Finally, I can say it's here. It's done. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. We are excited, too. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Regina Bell, her first Christmas album, My Colorful Christmas. How did you decide which songs to sing? Do you have um, classics? Do you have new songs? Tell us about the album. Well, I have the classics. You know, you got to have the first Noel. You got to have Silent Night. Um, but the actual single, um, A Cradle in Bethlehem, is a, a little bit more obscure because it is a favorite of mine and has been a favorite of mine since a little girl after hearing Nat King Cole's Christmas record that became instantly my favorite. And every year, sometimes, you know, throughout the year, you know, I can have I can have Christmas in July. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, it really doesn't matter. But that song really was a favorite of mine, and I wanted to do it. And I found myself in the studio when I got in the studio being a little bit intimidated. I was like, wait a minute, now the goat did this. (laughs) You know, this is a Matt King Cole song. You make sure you got this right. So, you know, it it was a thing of doing the classics, doing some songs that are maybe not as well known, um, uh, and I was able to incorporate my children on this project. So I have two of my daughters singing and my son is playing drums. My nephew is uh, producing and playing drums. So my niece is singing backups. It is, it is, I got a lot going on here. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have, I'm looking at the list and, you know, of course, I love Oh Little Town of Bethlehem. I love All Lang Syne. I love everything. I love Away and I'm like, goodness, this is like, this is a real Christmas album. Tell me, do you like being in the studio recording this? And what is that process like, especially with this type of music? It's because it's so festive. I love being in the studio and being able to be in the studio doing this uh, genre of music, it, it it means the world to me because it brings back a plethora of memories. Mm. You know, when I think back as, as a little girl and being inspired and wanting to sing and, you know, having dreams of where I would go to sing and who I would sing in front of and all of those different things, you know, Christmas had a lot to do with it because during that time, you know, my family would call me to kind of like stand on, you know, something, a small a chair or something. And I would sing for the family. I would sing in church functions. I would, you know, as I got older, when funerals came around, you know, well, mm-hmm. where's Gina at? You know, she's going to render us an A and B selection. So, you know, 
love it. At the weddings, you know, family weddings, you know, right. and all, you know, all of it for free now. <laughs> and, but but I I'm so thankful because that was my foundation. That was me learning how to get prepared to do what it is that I'm doing now on a professional level. So when I go in the studio, all of that kind of, you know, to do, to do this Christmas record, all of that came rushing through my mind mm. about, you know, what I would get for Christmas. Uh, the fact that my mom would, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't grow up having a lot of stuff, I, you know, and so my mom would every year have us a shoebox for me and my brother and in the shoebox would be candy and fruit. And, you know, that opening that was like, I don't, that was like a treasure chest, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, besides the few toys that we had. So it was, um, it was a great time. And it was a time when all my family gathered, you know, we all gathered around and we ate and we talked and we laughed and, you know, sad to go home, sad to leave each other. So going in the studio brings back all of those memories. Oh, wow. So now you said you talked about the memories of Christmas. How do you spend Christmas now with your family? Uh, pretty much the same way. In the spirit of, of, of my mom, she's 84 and still yeah. kicking. <sighs> but in the spirit of my mom, for my granddaughter, I give her a little shoebox with candies mm. and, you know, <laughs> fruits and stuff, you know, just to, you know, take her back. Mm-hmm. to a place that I came from to give her a little bit of what, you know, what I come from. And, you know, in lieu of stocking stuffers, that's what she gets as, as a child. My children grew up with the, with the shoebox, you know, and we decorate it and do all kinds of stuff. And then we have all different kinds of uh, delectables on the table. And, hey. you know, hey. yeah. Yes. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about the food. Who does the cooking and what's getting cooked? Is it the turkey oh, ham? Well, Is it pot roast? What you got? Well, it's definitely um, not so much turkey. We um, have turkey for an indigenous people's day. Is that what this is now? Yes. 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 Okay. Let me make sure I get this right. I want to mm-hmm. be politically correct. But Christmas is really more of black eyed peas as well as New Year's. Got to have some chitlins. Yes. Uh, yeah, gotta have some chillers. I don't eat them, but gotta have some. <laughs> it's more for me, Miss Bell. There you go. There you go. There you go. Gotta have some chillers, and it's gonna be uh, about four or five meats. So it's gonna be ham. Ooh, um, it's gonna five. be some pot roast, mm-hmm. um, chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, and gotta be some chicken. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be macaroni and cheese. It's gonna Heck be mashed yeah. potatoes. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be oodles of gravy. Mm. Um, and because there's chitlins, they got to be rice. Um, yes. And then there's two types of cornbread. There's uh, baked cornbread, and then there's cornbread on top of the stove. There's fried cornbread. Oh, yeah. Mercy. So, Where you live? <laughs> <laughs> we could be there. We gonna there's knock on no that problem. door. <laughs> you know they got. Well, I would love that would melt my heart to see you come to my door and say uh where my plate at okay <laughs> and Lonnie already has announced that she shows up oh yeah ready oh yeah ready. I show up ready bring her Tupperware I love it block bags I <laughs> love it I love it it's Cafe Mocha on the line Regina Bell talking about her new Christmas album My Colorful Christmas um going back to the album first of all can we talk about the cover it is gorgeous. 
You have on Thank this you. beautiful green suit. You're like sitting on the floor. You doing the you doing the most. You sitting on the floor. I sit on the floor. <laughs> I need 40 people to help me get up. And you sitting there effortlessly <laughs> on the floor. Beautiful red cover. Um, how did you come up with this artwork? Well, I worked closely with my photographer of many years, Drexina Nelson. She is amazing. And her vision was monochromatic. Mm. And, you know, we talked about it. She asked me what, you know, my face, I said, well, you know, Christmas is not Christmas without some green or without some red. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, yeah. She said, so I was thinking, let's do some, you know, monochromatic. Um, and I was like, okay, I don't really see that, but okay. <laughs> you know, um, And then when I got to the studio, she made a believer out of me, you know, Mm. working with uh, my stylist, you know, uh, my hairstylist, and it all kind of came together. And I was so amazed when I was able, because, you know, I wasn't, I still kind of wasn't a believer until she took a Polaroid and showed it to me. I was like, oh, snap. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's about to be something up in here. So it it works. It is. Yeah, it is just absolutely beautiful. gorgeous and it, it gives the it gives off this this whole spirit of the season. And with that said, I mean, can I just say you look great? Give us Thank you. our listeners, give us how do you stay looking so good and you sound so well? You sound just great. What do you Thank do you. to preserve? Because I need help. <laughs> Well, you look amazing. Let me let, so you. I need you to just just hold on, hold, slow your roll, fall back because <laughs> oh, we're not see. even trying to hear all of that. <laughs> but um, but basically, you know, I have four grandkids, and uh, two of them uh, are toddlers, so they kind of keep me young. Uh, that Amara, uh, she she has me running behind her and and uh, trying to be a part of everything that I do. You know, so between she and Aubrey, um, they're four and six. And so, you know, Amara says to me the other day, I'm about to make um, her oatmeal. And she says, okay, uh, grandma, what are our first ingredients? First of all, um, (laughs) ingredients, isn't that like four syllables? How do you even know what? What What ingredients? (laughs) Right. She's going to wind up spelling it in a minute. Okay. And, and, you know, I started to say, spell it. And then I said, if she spells it, you're going to leave the house. So (laughs) stop there. Let's just stop while we're behind. Let's just stop. stop. So, you know, that's, that's number one. And number two, I try to really, um, I eat, you know, a major meal like once a day. I'm, I'm not really a big person on, um, I don't eat any fast foods. I, Mm. I just, I never really have. That's never really been my thing. And I'm kind of thankful to that because I'm uh, I'm like a creature of habit. So once I do something, I kind of like want to do it the same way. Um, and so if I probably had fallen into uh, fast foods and I, I probably, you know, that, that would be a sad day for me. So <laughs> for me, I basically, I'm a cook. So I, 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 I cook my meals and um, I can regulate and, and kind of keep my stuff under control. And I love fruits. That, mm. that is a lot of my fruits and vegetables. I absolutely love cabbage is like my favorite. 
Mm. Like cabbage, cabbage helps cabbage. you lose weight anyway, so yeah. you That's... can cook cabbage twenty different ways, and I will eat all twenty of them. I love <laughs> making cabbage. Do you hear me? Uh, and I and, and just having to back up from some of the things that I absolutely I, I love chocolate and I love cheese, and those two things I had to really start backing away from because those were the things that were, you know, um, causing me to be a part of the statistic of diabetes and, mm-hmm. and those different things. So I was like, cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can miss me on that. Yeah, definitely. We're talking to Regina Bell. Her new album is My Colorful Christmas. Follow us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, Christmas from the ladies of Cafe Mocha. We're spending the holidays with the legendary Regina Bell. We're talking to her about the holiday season and her new album, My Colorful Christmas, which is out on all digital outlets right now. And it's released by Miss Bell's label, Tashi 3 Entertainment. Tell me, you know, how important is it having your own label and is it hard is it inspiring um how do you feel about it well next year i'm going to celebrate 60 years of life and trying to be the boss at this stage of the game i should have started this a little while ago. <laughs> <laughs> being the boss is wonderful but it's also overrated girl i mean you know trying to make every decision and trying mm-hmm. to be a part of every meeting and making sure that this T is crossed and this I is dotted. I mean, I have a great team. Um, mm-hmm. My my team was just amazing between uh, starting with my husband, who definitely, definitely, definitely believed in me and, you know, said, hey, let's just do this ourselves. And of course, you know, I, I should not have been a part of that pillow talk conversation. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, got got the pillow talk going and making you believe you could do anything. And you get up and like, oh, gosh, uh, my cake is can. in the cleaners. <laughs> my cake is in the cleaners, girl. <laughs> so, um, but, All but, right, but super I'm woman. so excited. I'm so excited because I learned so much. Mm-hmm. Um you know, kind of being in control and making those decisions that were normally left up to the record companies to right. to, to make, coming out of my own pocket and knowing what, what, you know, what things I needed to really, really stretch and pay for and, and, and pay the large budget for. And then some things that I could cut back, you know, having an understanding of what real budget means when it comes to coming out of your own pocket to do projects, it, it, it brought that home to, for me. Mm. So, you know, and then picking the right people because, you know, you can have, you know, grandstand individuals, but if they don't understand your vision and who you are and what it is you're trying to emote musically, it, it could be a disastrous mess. So um, I really, I wanted, and I wanted to work with some people that are musicians that I had worked with for years, but never, ever got an opportunity to 
be in a studio with. So that was really, really great. Wow. Do you, are you planning on having other artists on your label? You know, I don't know. It's a new thing. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever the future has um, uh, uh, in store. I do need to take a break for a second though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, this was a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, working with the PR now, you know, for the, the holiday season. And, you know, even though it's only a month, you would not believe all of the things that are lined up, you know, in terms of dates and, and so on, et cetera, and so forth. But, but, um, so I do need a little breather in between, but I am definitely open, open to it. And because, you know, my daughters are singing on this project, you know, I might start with them. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that would be good. I don't know. That would be good. Yeah, definitely. Oh, come. Cafe Mocha. 30 years ago when she was just a baby, she was left on the steps of a church. Now she's teamed up with an expert named Pamela Slayton to find her birth parents. That's the plot of Bounce TV's Who is Christmas Eve? Lonnie Love sat down with the cast of the movie starring Romeo Miller, Juliana Harkaby, and the real-life investigative genealogist Pamela Slayton, who helps adopted and abandoned kids find their parents. Well, let's start right with you, Pamela Slayton, the EP of this wonderful, sweet movie. What makes Who is Christmas Eve different from the other holiday movies? I think what makes it different is we are not only you know, during uh, celebrating Christmas, the Christmas season, but we look into the lives of, you know, we look into the life of Eve, who clearly is struggling. She is feeling isolated. She's feeling, um, you know, on her own in her emotions and being adopted and not knowing where she's, you know, where she comes from. So for her, um, we go on a journey with her. And I don't think this has ever been done before to kind of marry um, what it feels like to be alone during a Christmas holiday and to, you know, kind of go into the lives of someone that is adopted and, and their struggles. So I think I've never seen anything like this before. And I think it's really unique. Lonnie, yeah, I hate to jump in real, real go ahead, jump in. Off, but I got to say what makes who is Christmas Eve is this is based off a real life superhero. Pam is a real oh life God. superhero. <laughs> And that's what makes this Christmas movie different. Oh, thank you. More about the movie, um, Romeo. Yeah, um, this movie is amazing because, like, it's not about the happiness of the holidays, right? It's about the realness of the holidays. And there, there is a lot of people out there who who don't have family to celebrate with, and still are looking for certain answers. So the realness of this movie is just is very heart heartfelt, heartwarming. I'm just saying, I'm so happy I was a part of this because when I read it, a tear came out when I was reading the script and I'm like, I gotta be Chris. Nobody else on planet Earth could be Chris. I gotta make this happen. I had like three other projects going on, but gotta open it up to where I could be there and play this character. And these stories need to be told. You know, like he said, there's a lot of the same repetition when it comes to Christmas movies. You have never seen a Christmas film or holiday film. Forget forget that. You've never seen a film like Who is Christmas Eve? (laughs) But well, Juliana, you you give us your input on this. Harkavi. <laughs> I like how you say it. Um, you know, I couldn't say it better than Romeo just did. It is 
the thing that makes it so special is that this film uh, is real and it's it's um, a, a unique story, but also in many ways a true story. Um, and it's going to help people feel included during the holidays. It's going to help a group of people feel represented during the holidays. It's going to, um, it's I think it's going to change the way that people view uh, adoption in general and what that means for adopted people and adopted families, um, as well as the way that people think about the holidays in general. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique and Yo-Yo on the line, writer extraordinaire, producer, executive producer, the man Malcolm D. Lee, who has brought home to us some we've been craving for years now. The best man, the final chapters, now streaming on Peacock. Welcome, Mr. Malcolm D. Lee to Cafe Mocha. I am very glad to be here. Thank you so much. Congratulations. What is a problem bringing back the entire cast after 20 years? Well, <clears throat> fortunately, there was there was some time in between. You know, there was uh, there was, you know, the best man holiday, which was 14 years after the original. And that was great. And, you know, it got a chance to show everybody, remind everybody how talented this cast is mm-hmm. and how special this group of college friends were. And then, you know, doing it, um, again, proved to be very difficult, um, so much so that we, you know, needed to expand our storytelling to make it completely worth it. Um, And, uh, yeah, I mean, these are actors who are very highly in demand Mm -hmm. um, and have very busy schedules. But, you know, I think they all wanted to do it. They all wanted to revisit these characters one last time. And... um, you know, pay homage to the fans and pay homage to these characters. And um, so is that why you chose to do it as a series, as a limited series instead of a movie, so that you could sort of take your time and tell the story and close it out the way you wanted to? Well, the truth of the matter is the, the intention was, was to do a third movie. Mm-hmm. And I wrote one um, for Universal Pictures. And then I had a fourth movie in mind that I had not written, but I knew how I wanted it to to go. And I felt like that would be the end of it. That would be like the end of the storytelling. Um, But, you know, we couldn't mount the picture. It was incredibly difficult to get the budget that I was looking for and to coordinate all the schedules. So it has laid dormant for a while. And and, and in the meantime, limited series were really starting to catch fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, Streaming services were becoming a lot more um, ubiquitous and... So I was like, well, maybe we can make this as a streaming service and then we can give a, get a good budget or a decent budget and we can have some expansive storytelling. So, yes, you know, the idea was two more movies, but now you got almost double that with the limited series. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or better yet, check out mochapodcastnetwork.com for Cafe Mocha and a bunch of other good stuff that speak to women of color. That's mochapodcastnetwork.com. Till next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.